Hello, this is Abby. Dear Abby, this is gonna be a long one. Oh boy. Dear Abby, how do you tell the difference between a new exciting crush and a rebound? Does it matter? Dear Abby. Dear Abby. Dear Abby. Welcome to our little corner of the internet. This is the Dear Abby podcast. I hope you stay and hang out with us. See you in a sec. Welcome back, you guys, to another episode of Dear Abby. I'm so happy. (coughs) I'm so happy to be recording today. (laughs) Okay, maybe you can sense a little bit of a sarcastic tone. That's only because my hair has taken forever to dry because I tried this new routine. And for those that don't know what I look like, I have very, very, very curly hair. It's right on the verge it's like a it's like a 3b curled i think is what it's called but it's it's very very curly i have been trying this new routine and i put too much gel i think in my hair and now it is just taking way too long to dry so i wanted it to be dry and cute and puffy but it's been taking too long and it's already nighttime so i'm having to use artificial light to light up my studio and here we are But I am very excited for today's episode, which we're going to talk about. uh, Let me check my notes. I have a bunch of notes for today. I promise. Um, I do have a lot lot of notes for today. Uh, But I forgot what we're talking about because I just went to the gym and my mind has been completely erased from everything else in my life. Okay. What the crud was I talking about? We're, We're talking about taking back control of your life (laughs) i feel like every single podcast out there right now but i do want to talk about taking back control for those that struggle mentally and just in all aspects of life the supplies nothing you've never heard before just as a reminder to everyone that listens to my podcast i am not some guru i don't know diddly squat about this life okay what i do know is how to survive when you don't want to survive anymore and ways to try to find some meaning and purpose and joy and you'll hear me talk about god every once in a while and that's just because for me personally that has been that that relationship that belief that faith has been one of the most beautiful things in my life um that has kept me very balanced in a very tumultuous okay tumultuous Okay, now I can't say it again. I'm an idiot. I don't even actually know if that's how you say it for real, but uh, time in my life. First things first, don't take my advice too seriously. Um, yeah, just don't don't take me too seriously. This is just for fun. This is just hopefully uh, just a pick-me-up podcast. And how this works is I talk about whatever I want at the beginning, life updates, and then I talk again about whatever I want, more so mental health, Um lifestyle just things that I've been thinking about and then we go into a segment which is called our dear Abby segment that's where you guys have sent in voicemails to me and I read them well you read them technically to me via voicemail and I play that voicemail and then I answer your guys's questions I get a lot of friends questions which I'm not no offense to anyone listening I'm not shocked that the people that I attract and people listen to me have hard time making friends because that's me to um, T. So, and that's okay. You know, we're all on a different pace and we're all on a different journey in life. 
I hate myself. Okay, let's just freaking get into this. First things. Okay, now actually, this is the first thing that is first, actually. One Piece live action. You got you guys. I wish that everyone knew. I wish everyone could feel what I have felt watching the live action One Piece. For those that are haters on it, you can hop off the pod. I'm just kidding. Everyone has a place here. But seriously, if you didn't like it, you're a little bit entitled. No offense. You are a little bit entitled, though, because it's someone else's art. Oda is I don't know how to pronounce his first name, so I'm just going to go with Oda is wrote the manga and it's still going. He's still writing. He's so in love with this world that he's created more than anyone else. I promise you, he probably loves it. He probably loves that show. OK, sorry. I'm really hyper right now. So One Piece is a manga. OK, and then it's. It, it's a Japanese anime as well. It's like the longest anime. I don't know if that's true, but f- from every anime I've watched, it's way longer than those. It's I've I'm on episode like 920 something and they're on episode like 1000 something and they're still he's still writing the manga. He's not someone that's doing it for the money. I genuinely believe he loves what he does and he is obsessed with the world he's created um, in this manga and in this anime. And he has a say in what they've now created on Netflix as a live action to an anime. Usually they butcher anime live actions to the point where I almost don't even like the anime anymore. But this one, because he was involved, the writer, the one who loves this world and loves the characters, he's been involved. So he's helped it stay, I think, to the spirit of One Piece, which is don't give up on your dreams, be loyal, and help anyone that you can on your way to fulfilling your own dreams. I think there's literally nothing more beautiful than the story of One Piece and just, it's just the best anime ever. And I've seen a lot of animes. I haven't seen as much as my brother, Clay. My brother has seen almost probably every anime, to be honest. I know that's like a, a big thing to say, but I'm actually not. I'm actually not being dramatic. I actually think he's seen almost every single one. Uh, he's also single, I believe. <laughs> of course. Love you, Clay. Um, also, shout out to Clay because he's the one that showed me one piece. <laughs> I feel like I've gone all over the place already. It's a rough start to today's episode but um yeah it's definitely the best anime i've ever watched and it's gotten me to cry more than any other show ever not even just anime just period it's it's my favorite show of all time one piece so the live action i watched it and i was really nervous because i love it so much that i was like i don't want them to ruin things but i actually loved it chef's kiss sanji's kiss it was so good. I loved every single character. I loved the actors that they pick. I saw the cast before and I was like, okay, like, you know, they all kind of look the part a little bit. But then when I saw the way that they prepared for their parts, um, a lot of them are massive, massive One Piece fans. And so all of them are so excited to be part of the crew. I loved it. And if you didn't love it, I'm sorry. That sucks for you that you are stupid. It really has got me thinking how entitled people people are with other people's art and things that they've created or shows or I get it because people love the show. They love the characters. There's things that they've loved that maybe the writer didn't see that as like their favorite thing about the character or whatever that didn't keep in and stuff. But I, I genuinely feel like if you are the creator of something, it's so important that you love it and that you're proud of anything that you put out, that you're not doing it to please other people, to please the world, to please, 
you know, all these like spam accounts on Instagram that just like comment hate and are so negative. I hope that he loved the show that he created in this live action. And I feel like he did because I could feel that it was the same type of spirit with One Piece as it was with the actual uh, manga and the anime. But all these entitled brats, freaking people who are so negative about other people's work, that's their work. They don't make it for you. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sure he's incredibly grateful that so many people have loved the anime and same with any artist. They're like, yes, you owe a lot, a lot to your fans because they've given you success. They've, they've given you money pretty much. You've given your art for their money and their views. But if you go a step past that and deeper, I feel like within yourself, he's probably just really grateful that he's been able to write it for this long. You know? Okay. If you're a real fan of something, let the creator of it and let the artist be. Okay. Let the artist be. And just be grateful for anything that you've been given by an artist. I know I'm taking, I know I'm deeping this too much, but that's, that's genuinely, it was making me so mad to see so many haters on it. Okay. Sorry. I'll, I'll stop talking about, I'll stop talking about one piece, but that felt good to get out though, to be honest. Another, so lately that's all I've been doing is I've been catching up on one, on, um, uh, some animes that I've kind of procrastinated. It feels so good though, you guys, because I didn't watch anime for, I didn't watch anime for a long time um, consistently because it reminded me of my ex-husband because we used to do that all the time. That was like our thing together. He, like he loved anime and I love that, but it's like a whole world that I just love, but I loved it before I met him. But you know, when you meet someone and you really love something and they love it too. So you feel like you get to share it together and that's beautiful while you're together. But then once you're not, it, it kind of puts a weird taste in your mouth with it. And I always felt like if I was listening or watching anime, I was reminiscing and I missed him or I still wanted to be with him or something, even though that's not actually how I felt. But that's I was scared that it would like it would appear that way or that I was like not moving on. But I'm like, but I loved I've always loved anime. So I've been taking my so I've been taking control of that again and I think maybe that's why I thought of this topic because it's been a small way that I've been taking back control of my own life and recognizing where even though I didn't want this to happen and I was aware that this could happen subconsciously that's just bound to happen when you go through a breakup or a divorce or something hard as you just inevitably will catch yourself still attaching yourself to your past and a relationship and setting your like settling for less and not doing like exactly what you want to do and stuff like that because I don't know it just feels messier in your head and you feel like you're not ever like I sometimes feel like I was never allowed to go back to anything that I ever did with him but I did a lot of those things before like I didn't want to work out because I worked out with him I didn't want to watch anime because I'd watch anime with him so whenever I would do any of those things I always felt like am I reminiscing am I like being nostalgic and I would just think of him it just made me feel really nostalgic which made me feel really uncomfortable I'm not just gonna not watch anime and not ever work out again because I did it with him so I'm taking my power back and the more that I watch it the less weird I feel and now I just feel normal again so two things really fast before we get into 
the meat of the episode. I was thinking I was I've been thinking a lot about pop psychology culture and how weird it is that people diagnose people as narcissistic or oh that's a red flag when they've seen like 10 seconds of somebody's life with their partner or if they say you know my my girlfriend or my boyfriend said this to me so many people in the comments are like who's gonna tell them or something weird implying that they're in an unhealthy relationship as if the person who commenting has never been in an unhealthy relationship or that their relationship currently has never been unhealthy and their spouse or their significant other has no red flags. It's so exhausting. To, I'm not kidding. Like it stresses me the heck out anytime I see people commenting like that because it makes the world feel so suffocated in my head. This is just me. I feel so suffocated by every comment and I probably should probably just stop reading the comments, but I can't help myself. We love that cortisol spike. Just, I don't know, just thinking that everyone that's done something negative is a narcissist or anyone that's been selfish is a narcissist or, you know, because you and your boyfriend sometimes don't want to hang out and you don't feel a, B, or C doesn't mean that you have to break up or that you guys are going to be toxic or will always be toxic. You know, it's like that type of stuff is exhausting. I just think it's so irrational that we're diagnosing, like a stranger on the internet is diagnosing another stranger on the internet in a 20-second video that they've seen of someone's life. And with zero context, it's just don't buy into it. So this like popular thing of like diagnosing on the internet is I don't really like it and I don't think it's actually really helpful at all. Oh my gosh, I I am, I could talk for six hours today. Oh my gosh, what is wrong with me? So taking your power back, that to me is like a little bit of what I've already mentioned of just doing things that you want to do because that's your belief. And that's what you, not that one piece is a belief, but I think it's just for sometimes for me, my I'm really hard on myself where I feel like if I'm not doing something religious or if I'm not doing something spiritual, quote unquote, then I'm not doing anything good and I'm doing a lot of bad, like then I'm doing bad. And I think that to me has been, has really kind of messed me up because I feel like I can't even work. I feel like, and this is not normal, by the way, I don't think that I think this is pretty probably OCD or something, but yeah, I used to not want to do anything because I felt like everything that I would do, if it didn't involve my church or spirituality or God or praying or something that it, it means like I was like, didn't want anything to do with God anymore. But like the things that I was doing was, would be like working, <laughs> just like working a normal job <laughs> or like watching one piece or an anime that brought me a lot of joy and laughter. And I'd watch it with my siblings and we would have fun and talk about it and we all love it or painting if it didn't if it wasn't a painting of Jesus then I would feel really like I didn't care anymore and maybe some people feel like that's their way of like I don't know maybe some people feel like they need to do if they're painting then they should paint pictures of Jesus and I think that's beautiful and I think that's what makes you happy go for it for me that type of mindset was stressing me out and I feel like I couldn't make any decision by myself because I had to pray before or do all these things. And now I feel like I'm just taking my power back. So I've just been taking my life into my own hands again. To clarify, I still very much believe in surrendering to God and to a higher being or whatever that looks like for you. But I think sometimes I get really um, like it's OK to have a normal job as well. That doesn't have anything to do with Jesus. I've just been more decisive as well. So that to me is also taking power back and not waiting for an answer for something for me anymore because I think that also links with OCD and is just a normal human thing to do where you just don't 
don't make any decisions because you're scared it's going to be the wrong one. So you just wait and wait and then you don't actually end up doing anything. So you don't progress in any way. So for me, I've just now been with small things and bigger things, just making more decisions on my own and trusting myself. And that has been so life changing for me because I lost a lot of confidence in my own decision making after my divorce. Now I'm getting it back. So I feel like that part of me, that confidence and decision making like, oh, actually, I am pretty smart. I'm not the smartest. Like I said at the beginning, I don't know much, but I know enough to make my hair's going to look so bad in this episode. Frick. I know enough to make my own decisions about a lot of things that I need to make decisions about. So I'm just going to use what I know so far in this life, make a decision and move forward. And I think that's okay. And I think that's enough. Another way to take back your control is just the whole like discipline is freedom. I totally, I totally agree. And I love that. I love discipline. I think discipline is so empowering and it's so relieving. It takes like this weird weight off that I think maybe is like gate, like (laughs) I was going to say shame and guilt. I just said gate. Maybe it's shame or guilt or something when you don't do something that you wanted to do. But discipline for me and just doing things no matter how I feel has been very freeing because I'm not waiting to feel something all the time. I'm just, I create it. So that to me has given a lot of power back as well as I've tried to cut out a lot of distractions. And I just talked about anime and shows and you know, games and like, I love video games still. I I've had to be very intentional with when I watch anime or when I play video games and when I'm doing it as a distraction from something or when I'm doing it because I, you know what? I want to have fun. I want to laugh. I want to use my imagination and watch this or play games that I want to bond with my boyfriend or Uh, my family. And I think just being more intentional and more disciplined has given me a lot of confidence back because now I have proof. Like I can look back and say, oh, you know what? I can do this because I already did it and I was fine. And I think that's extremely powerful to have. So maybe if you don't feel very confident, just start doing those things. Start being disciplined. Don't wait for anything to change. Don't do not wait for anything to change. Nothing about your life will change drastically to the point where it's really easy to be disciplined. (laughs) Unfortunately, I have waited a long time and I still will probably do that in the future as well. Nothing in your life will change that drastically to make discipline easy or not using distractions easy, okay? It's just not easy. But that doesn't mean that you can't ever enjoy anything. I think that's why it turned me off for a long time was because I was like, well, I never get to watch any shows that I like. I can never laugh. I can never have fun. I can never play video games. I can never take a nap. Like all of these things that I thought when you're disciplined, you can't do, but you still can do. And it actually makes it much more fun because you're not stressing out while you're playing or watching. You're just able to enjoy because you're like, you know what? I do deserve this and I worked hard. Yeah, I just want everyone to take their life into their own hands again. And if you were burned or if you were, if someone doubted you or if someone didn't believe in you and it led you to not believing in yourself anymore, then just trust a stranger telling you that you can trust yourself. Don't doubt yourself anymore. And when you hear that stuff that comes up in your head that is like, well, what about this time? 
say, you know what? Yeah, I did do that. And I did fail that time or whatever it is, even if because sometimes we do fail and then our brain uses that as like uh, evidence that we'll never be able to change or nothing will ever be different this time. You right now have like an ability to make a difference in yourself and choose something different. That's never, ever, ever, ever going to be ripped away from you. So make that decision now for things that you want to change or make a decision about and take that power back into your own hands. And be, and because it works that way, where it finds evidences to support whatever your belief is, if, if you start to be disciplined and have evidence after evidence after evidence of, look, we put in this time, we did this much work, we did overcome that, we it was different this time, then your brain can slowly start to change its mind and you, your whole mindset will slowly start to shift to where you actually can find more evidence that you can do things. Um, so at first it might feel uncomfortable because taking power back into your hands and making decisions and being decisive uh, can feel foreign and unsafe, but eventually it'll feel like second nature to you, baby. I've been thinking about how crazy life is and how grateful I am for everything that I have. I have seriously so much to be grateful for. And I think sometimes I get, this is random, but sometimes I get really overwhelmed because I can be such a brat and complainy and stuff. But then I look around, I have so many things to rejoice over and just be so grateful that I have so many things that can enrich my life if I let it. That's the last thing is one other way to take power back is just by embracing vulnerability. Don't let don't let your pride or your stubbornness or your hard heart ruin your day. Don't let those mistreat the people around you. Take your power back and just and and for me it's just realizing choose to open your heart, I guess, and be vulnerable. I used to be someone that was like this, I think for a little bit, but most of my life, because I've always felt a little bit out of place and I've believed that, now I'm not believing that anymore. And it's really foreign and it's very scary to feel like your heart is opening and you're being more vulnerable to things and you're recognizing the beauty in life way more than you have. And it's very overwhelming and scary almost and unsafe feeling because you're scared it's going to get ripped away from you again. Take that leap of faith, okay? Take that leap because that is also a way you can get some of your power back. That is my rant. Um, I feel like I've been talking for two hours already, so we'll see what this episode, uh, what the time is. But we're going to jump into a Dear Abby. Okay, here we go. Hey, Dear Abby. Um, so I'm calling in. Long-time listener, the first-time caller, you know. Mm-hmm. Um Here's my, here's what I'm hoping you can help me with. So I have a chair at work and I have some, um, you know, um, digestion issues, I guess you would call them. Um, I'm a bit lactose intolerant, but I just can't stop just pounding milk. So I'm a little gassy throughout the day and I, you know, I'm sitting in my chair and it's leather and I'm just farting into it all day but thankfully my cheeks are pretty you know keep keep it all airtight so it kind of you know all the gases kind of stay between my cheeks and the chair and sometimes seep into the chair a little bit which I don't mind because like you know I kind of like that smell a little bit Mm -hmm. 
Anyway, but sometimes, you know, someone needs to sit at my desk uh, to show me something on my computer. So they come and they ask me to, you know, if they could sit down. But usually I've just ripped one. So I'll stand up and then immediately the the, the gaseous uh, fumes just, just rise up and I can smell it and I know they can smell it. And they don't say anything, but I could see it in their eyes. I could see it in their in their nose, you know? I could see the sniff. They're so polite, they don't say anything to me. They just I just don't know what to do about it. So you know, it's just really been affecting me, and I feel like it's affecting my relationships at work. Um, so, any any advice, I would, I would really, really appreciate. So, you know, don't judge. You hashtag, don't judge. But please, any advice that you or your your listeners might have to help my toots uh, at work, I would just, I would just really appreciate, you know, should I, should I try to toot less or should I just embrace who I am and just keep farting into my chair at work? So anyway, love you, Abby. Um, please help me. <laughs> oh my gosh. That, <laughs> Uh, that was good. That is a good one. <laughs> okay, I tried to stay serious for as long as I could. Oh, okay. So I don't want to make light of a situation as such, you know? I don't want to make everything about me, but I also had IBS for a while. So, you know, those those farts sometimes just really sneak out of you. Also, is, I, I'm very, actually really happy that that's the second guy that's called in because... I genuinely want this not to be podcast just for girls, but for both guys and girls. So I'm glad this is a safe space for everyone because that's what I was aiming for, honestly. <laughs> okay, let me let me think for a second. Okay, I think the first advice that comes to my mind uh, and is the obvious one, which is just don't eat dairy. You know, uh, if you're farting a ton, just so many farts all day. To the point where you're farting into your leather chair at work constantly. To, to the point where you to the point where you like the smell of your own farts, then like I get I get the difference. Cause if if you have never smelled your fart before, you are a liar because it's like scientifically proven. I actually don't know if that's true, to smell your farts. Because I think <laughs> I think you can I think you can like see if you're healthier or not. I don't know if this is true. This is just maybe the way I'm justifying it because sometimes you just take a whiff because you just want to know, you know, you, you want to know what kind of a farter you are because there's different smells. There's different, there's different vibes to farts, you know, um, and the smell of <laughs> the smell of them. I'm trying to think of who left that voicemail. If this is just, it doesn't even sound like someone I know, I don't think so it's just someone random i'm so so if you are farting so much where you're starting to not just be curious about the smell but you're starting to like it i'd say probably stop eating dairy because that's gonna lead down to a scary path you know pretty soon you're gonna you know who knows what comes after liking your own farts um i'd say another piece of advice is if you wanted to just keep eating dairy buy a new chair or just be better at your job, you know, because if you're better at your job, you wouldn't have people sh coming to your chair and sitting down and showing you.
because if you know if you're good at your job no one would have to show you anything so maybe just be better at your job and be smarter more training that type of a thing but also um an interesting thing to bring up is if people are still coming to your if people are still coming to your chair even though you've seen them smell your farts before they actually could like the smell of them. So if there's, especially I'd watch out for anyone and any coworker that, that keeps coming. Uh, okay. That keeps, <clears throat> that keeps coming to sit in your chair over and over again, a little bit too much. And they don't have that much to show you. That's a little bit sus of them. That's a little bit sus because they probably like the smell of your farts, which is different than liking the smell of your own fart. That's weird. But liking someone else's fart is is really weird <sighs> but you know i'm sorry that that's that you're experiencing that and um we're all here for you maybe also just buy like lactose free milk but definitely don't give it up i don't think actually don't give up dairy i don't really know but to be honest because i'm a girl i don't fart much it's more of a guy thing <laughs> i'm just kidding i burp i'm a burper we're all here for you though so if you ever need to talk I do have my Discord. It's not like a like for farters, you know, or this situation specifically. Just it's a Discord server. Uh, you could talk to them about that maybe if you want to talk to someone. I hope I helped at least a little bit about the situation. Thank you for sending that in. That was probably my favorite question we've ever gotten. And I'm glad that it wasn't like a... I mean, no offense, wasn't serious at all. And I kind of like that because it's more fun. <laughs> it's more fun. And I'm not as stressed about the uh, advice that I give. Not that, yeah. So thank you. That made my day. Okay. I think that wraps it up for today, unfortunately. I am could probably still talk for like five more hours. I really, really missed podcasting. I didn't podcast like we, last week because I was gone. I've just been, it's been a crazy summer. I feel like I've gone... 10 million different like camp outs so I don't know things so I'm glad to be home I got back from Arizona I forgot to say that I've been with my family I had to make a bunch in a row so it's been a while since I've podcasted and I've really really missed it so it's it's good to be talking to you guys again and I will see you next week right here same place same time I was going to say if you guys could clip my episodes and post the parts that you like, but I'm realizing that's more so of like a Twitch thing. So if you want to support the podcast, then just tell people about it. Word of mouth. And you can post on your stories. You can give a, give a five-star rating or whatever you deem fair. Let me know what you think about this episode in the comments. Love you guys. Papa,